All right, hello everyone. Welcome to You Like That Extra, a midweek review show of movies that you can easily access. And remember cinemas? Remember there was this, like, you used to go to a room yeah. with other people. Yeah. And you would pay, like, a, a fee, a large fee. Yeah. <laughs> and you would sit in this room with other people and you would watch a movie. Yeah, like, really um, good quality, big screen. A pretty like, big screen. Like, yeah. really good sound. Like, yeah. you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And you could get a bag of Maltesers for $27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a time. What a time they were. So we try and do movies you can watch at home on this, this That's right. extra. Uh, this easier. week, it is the movie The Green Inferno by Eli Roth. Hold uh, on, Jack. We didn't introduce ourselves. How do people know who we are? That's true. That's very. I'm not Eli Roth. My name is Jack. I'm one half of you like that extra. And my name's Adam. I'm the other half. I you wanted like to do extra. my cinema bit so bad. I know. I was hoping you'd bring it back around and then you kept going. I'm just like, uh, uh, I know you've just come back from work, but all right. We move. <laughs> very old. We move. The Green Inferno, by, uh, written and directed by Eli Roth, 2013. Yes. This yes. movie came out. Uh, it's got a runtime of 100 minutes. Nice and crisp. 100 minutes. I feel like it goes pretty fast, too. Budget of five, <laughs> budget of five million US dollars. Uh, box office twelve point nine million dollars. It's a hit. Uh, yeah, made more money than it costs. Uh, starring Lorenzo Izzo, uh, Daryl Sabara, aka the kid from Spy Kids. Junie. Uh, the whole movie, I was just like, "Fuck me, that guy looks so familiar." I thought it was Bronson from Round the Twist. Yeah. Grown up, and then I googled it, and of course, it's the guy you from see Spy Kids. Spy Kids dong. You do see his dick root. You don't see his hold on. You Not see the some. Head. You see some shrivelly wrinkles. Yeah. And Dick Root. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ariel Levy and Sky Ferreria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, special effects by Greg Nicotero, uh, most notably uh, The Walking Dead. He does The Walking Dead, yep. but more importantly, he did Evil Dead too. Uh, he's been around for fucking like seventy years. This guy has done every single horror, mm-hmm. anything. Uh, he's done like Star Wars, which doesn't even have gore. It's just special effects. Yep. Greg Nicotero, the best. Uh, critics, 38%. Audience, 29%. Yep. Um, the plot, a group of student activists travel to the Amazon to save a rainforest and its tribe from extinction. But things aren't all they seem when the tribe... They <laughs> I didn't finish this plot. <laughs> I just wrote, but things aren't all they seem within... Oh, no. I, fuck me. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I can't read my own writing. And it's not even my own writing, it's, it's typing. Copy and paste. But things aren't all they seem within the tribe they sought to protect. Hey, thank you. I wrote this myself. Okay, fuck. Thank sorry. You very okay, much. you did better than I do. Uh, the Green Inferno, right? This is your pick. What do you think of this movie? Ah, okay, so The Green Inferno, it's a decent movie, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Look, look. I'm a fan of fucked up movies. I'm one of those people. I. I I don't. Okay. Yeah, so am I, but when they're good. <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. It's not great. I don't love it, but I enjoy it. Yep. It's the second time I've watched it. Yep. I own it. I'm proud to own it. Yep. There's there's aspects of this movie that I really enjoy. There's it's it's definitely not uh, an award worthy <laughs> movie in any in any category. Maybe in the gore category because Eli Roth most notably is part of the the yeah I should what, have said that he did the he... splat. The Tor- splat pack torture porn yeah all yeah. that stuff he did hostel and cabin fever yes. stuff like that yes um so he's got his track record of this type of shit um when you tackle a movie that's uh involving cannibalistic tribes um it's never going to be good no. it doesn't matter who's <laughs> directing it who's starring in it it's never going to be a good movie because it's such a uh it's just it's its own cornerstone 
This movie proves there's not a lot you can do with it. Yeah. Once you see one person get cut up and eaten, it's just like, okay, what next? What do you do do now? You have to tackle a lot of... uh, a lot of plot story to sort of make sense, but you're working in such uh, ridiculous conditions and you're given a tribe of people who obviously do not know what the fuck is going on. No. They elect uh, two people who are actually actors in this area who yeah. speak the language yep. sort of tell them what's going on. Yeah, so the Peru- there's shot in Peru, the yep. Peruvian tribe they film with... Um, they didn't know what a movie was, obviously. Yep. So Eli Roth did a showing of Cannibal Holocaust, and they loved it. Apparently, they were cheering and like laughing and singing along. It and that's how they, me. That's how they agreed ooh, agreed to be in the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you never know, like <laughs> how much they actually agreed to. But I mean, yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. can tell it's realistic because like a lot of them just look straight down the barrel of the camera, yeah, and they're just like, you can tell they're watching all the production designers yeah. like over their shoulder, like with. You know, a bit of hesitancy, like, who are these fucking white people? Like, Yeah, because you, know? you never know where this could go. This could go sideways yeah. at any moment, and it could turn into the movie that you're shooting. Yeah, and then the the tribe uh, they filmed with, uh, as a parting gift on their last day, they offered them a two-year-old child as a gift. So, that is a real tribe. Um, but hey, yeah, you yeah, tell me a movie isn't good if you're being offered a two-year-old child. Yeah, but the two... The two like the two with the most screen time, mm. they're actual actors. Like you yeah, said. the yeah. Uh, the the uh, black the and hunter, yellow, black and yellow guy, black and yellow hunter guy, and then the elder, the elder woman. Correct. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, obviously I like this movie in in certain aspects, but yeah, just I. So you don't like it, but it's it, fucking bored. It's just a boring movie, and it's just like it's like going rock climbing on a plaster wall there's just nothing to hold on to and yeah. nothing to keep you watching really yeah You're like okay i guess there'll be some gore soon uh oh the the only funny bit is the the kids laugh at the girl having diarrhea because that just proves that diarrhea is funny universally yes no matter who you are no matter where you are diarrhea is very funny incorporated with some of the best fart sounds you can get on a well, fart simulator yeah and like it just that's like, when she's shitting, it just goes for, like, 16 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's way too long. Yeah. And just not funny. Or <laughs> You don't see it, Cause thank it's Because it's got to cross that border of being funny and going into, oh, wait, no, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be like that. But yeah. there's more funny parts in this movie. Is there? Okay. When the guy's sitting there jerking off in the fucking yeah, little wooden cell. And <laughs> but it's hilarious. Because he's literally just going... Like, that's where the real aspect of this comes where I'm just like, I like the little touches they're doing in this. Yeah. Because as if you know, you, you, you're going to get fucking eaten. Of course you're going to mac one out. Really? Why not mac one out? I, I would have it? other things on my mind, like trying to not get eaten. Yeah, but it's the same when the guy then tackles him, he's like choking him and he's just staring to his face and still going at yeah. him. Yeah. And I'm just like... That's probably what he's into. This is gold. This yeah. is golden. Also at the start when the plane crashes. Yeah. So once they do the whole activist mission and that... And then the plane goes down and they see the fucking, the tribe coming in for them. And the one chick that gets arrowed straight through the neck. And then the guy's like, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Yeah, I'll fix you, I'll fix you. I'll and, fix he's and then just one, <laughs> and then another arrow just, just goes straight to the head. Yeah. Come on. Like you, she's you have already to gone. That one. She's already gone. Yeah. Just that little touch, yeah. Everyone else is just getting darted and put to sleep. 
and, she, and they're just like, no, nah, she's fucking gone. Eh? The the plane crash is impressive because they did one of the rotating sets. Yeah, like they clearly had a big machine that like rotated around. That would have been fucking hell to film. This movie would have uh, been hell to film. One hundred percent would have been. You're doing everything in a forest. It's yeah. always going to be. Yeah, because they actually nightmare. shot in Peru. They yeah. had to be Peru vaccinated. Yeah, had to be fully vaccinated. Like they were actually out in the rain. Like, yeah, it would have been a fucking nightmare. Of a yeah, shoot. and for for like for such a low budget film, it's in the realms of the same as as well, not the same realm as our boy Lee Wenell. Close, we haven't yeah. mentioned in quite a while. Yeah, so put that one on your bucket list. Um, it's a low budget, violent gore fest that yeah. has its followings. And you just got to know that this is never going to be a good movie. No. But it's it's, it's, it's just, as I said before, you're working with what you got. With people that don't know what they're doing, you're sort of trying to make a story that most people are going to know the come around by the end of it. Right, yeah. It's just like... The, the story is how do we get out. Yeah. That's about it. Because the, the premise for this basically is just, all right, how can we make lots of fucked up kills? Pretty much, yeah. is, is all it is. Yeah. And they try to give everyone their own little send-off, in a way. Yeah. They just try to single it out and go, yep, that's something that'll happen, and then we'll show that. Yeah. Um, obviously, being the low budget and where they're shooting, it is a lot of cut cut footage yeah, yeah. to edit it through, um, which that just stands for a low budget. You know, sometimes you just can't shoot it and try to get it yeah, to yeah. look so real. Especially on location as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And especially with the tribe people that they're working with and that as well, they may not know what to do in that scenario no, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. it's a whole communication issue. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I've, the gore is the where most of the money went because the CGI yeah. is Yeah, well, Greg Nicotero can't be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. He's, no, he's a fucking CV like here. He's got his own track. But yeah, the, the effects go between quite good and quite shit like there's some comical like bad fake legs and stuff like the kid yeah. runs off with a leg and it's like <laughs> just clearly just like a plank of wood with a boot on it yeah but then like you know when they're getting like hacked or whatever with mm. a like a bone axe yeah it actually looks quite good and it looks like they're just hitting a big slab of meat and, yeah yeah there's and another movie with quite the fucking... unquote realism there yeah another movie with the whole eyeballs being pulled there are two both. Two other eyeballs. Uh, Eli Roth has a history of that, though. He liquefied eyeballs in Hostel. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Hostel, also a bad movie. Cabin Fever, also a very bad movie. I don't think Eli Roth's very good at making movies. I but like he was good that. in Inglorious Bastards. I like the Hostel movies. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> third one wasn't great. That one sucked, Dick. But... There were three? Yeah. Not many people That's know about the third one. Because it wasn't Eli Roth, right? Uh, yeah, no, no. He did the first two. I knew there was a third one. I just wanted to make that joke. I know everything about movies ever. Yep. Yes, you do. Um, uh, you it, got the worst CGI ants of all time. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting to. Then the ants were... Uh, yeah, they ran out of money at that Literally, point in time. Literally, man. Like, it's on par with the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man scene with yeah. the Not the Bees. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the actor doesn't know what to do. So nah. Like, nah, nah. You sort of got to make your own uh, assumptions of how you're being eaten by ants because later on once she sort of escapes the whole thing yeah. and goes to try and free him you look at him there's no ants left no and he looks fine yeah he's just Couple got bite he's marks, got a bit of like yeah splotchy little bit of swelling yeah nah That's he's like, still alive yeah oh well, yeah like, like he wouldn't have felt great but nah I mean the fact that the guy that was 
bludgeoning him, all his bones and breaking every single one. Yeah. You're probably more focused on that than the ants. Yeah, I'd be more, way more worried about that. Yeah. Oh, let the ants have me. So, the one of the big sort of things for this movie is, uh, as a driving force, is um, uh, extreme activist missions. Yeah. Uh, being the whole there, it's a, it's, a, it's a college group that's uh, rallying to take down this rainforest and stop the the uh, ruining of, of a natural habitat. Yeah. Homes yeah they're not trying to take down the rainforest. They're trying to save it. Yeah. They're trying to take down the people who are they're killing trying to take, the Yeah, sorry. They're trying to take down the people who are trying to so, take it to yeah. get oil and fucking... Chain yourself to a tree. Chain yourself to a tree, live stream it, yeah. be a bunch of dickheads. It's yep. just, you know... But this, like, the whole movie wouldn't have happened because, like, for some reason there's a bunch of mercenaries there, like... Like that movie Infinite, yeah. <laughs> but without the helmets, they just would have been shot to death or immediately. Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, they obviously haven't seen live streamed videos on the internet. Yeah, no. you, you're gonna make more of a killing by killing. Yeah, exactly. Than going, ah, oh, we won't shoot these poor American kids. Yeah, good for the cause too. You look committed if you get your head blown off. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But so you're fuck, also he was pretty serious about that tree. You're also just a fuckhead in general. <laughs> I mean, the environment's one thing, but I mean, if this was vegan activists, then yeah, I'd be all on board of going, <laughs> yep, you deserve to uh, get eaten by a tribe. And then those mercenaries come back at the end and quote-unquote save her. But again, they would have just shot her on sight because she's all make up up. Yeah. Uh, not she, makeup, whatever. The yeah, she's been... War paint. Yeah, war painted out yeah. to, to be the... Because the whole thing is they're going to stitch up her, her vagina. Yes. So it's the... Rite of passage because she's on tribe. her period or something, and that's is, I is think that it's the impure, fact that or is it the other way around? No, no, it's the fact that she's uh, she is a pure yeah, yeah. woman, so she hasn't been touched. Oh, that's what the blood was. Oh, yeah, okay. that's yeah. why when you look at the the the, 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 the lesbian finger. girl and then the the tatted up junkie one, and then she, she's like the elder chick is like giving him the dirtiest looks, like <laughs> you a slut. Yeah, but then the other one, she's just like. That's the one. Try explaining homosexuality to a Peruvian tribe. They <laughs> <laughs> got no idea. They didn't even know what the fucking tattoos were. Then all the yeah. kids trying to wear her flesh like their tattoos. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You got the little chunks of meat with yeah. the tattoos on it, and they're like sticking it on and stuff. It's pretty it's cool. Little parts. Disturbing. Um, unsettling. Yeah, very unsettling. So I'm gonna ask you this question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer. <laughs> Did you completely turn off as soon as the credits hit? Yeah, of course I did. Fuck, yes. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. So this sequel... I did that bait. with any movie. So this just... sequel bait to this. Oh, why? This, this is, well, one, considering this, it's this been, is one thing why I yeah, like. Considering it's been eight it. years. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guess it didn't it's, happen. Yeah, it's not happening. But um, <laughs> so obviously we see the uh, the main guy, Alejandro, is left there in the camp while yeah, she escapes yeah. and whatnot. Um, we get the, the credits start rolling and it does like, a, like some staticky shit and then it fades to like a uh like an aerial view map yeah and we hear the main girl get a phone call and it's from this girl and she's like i'm alejandro's sister um i still think he's alive i found this satellite image and it looks like my brother and it zooms in and it's him but like covered in like black paint okay like right. like he's like set out for like in war paint as well yeah, yeah, like yeah. the like what the fucking big yellow head yeah. ring yep, guy yep, was yeah yep. um and she's like, I want your help to find him. And then the movie cuts. Oh, right. So it would have been like, he's part of the tribe now, I Maybe guess. Maybe he's part of the tribe or he's still trying to get out. 
Who knows? Who knows what they were trying to get with to that? Yeah. But they tried to set themselves up for a sequel. Yeah. But it's ambitious. The baffling part was just before that. So obviously, when she gets rescued and goes back home, and she's talking to the deans and all that, being like, "Yeah, no, no, that was so accommodating. They fed us. They were no not cannibalism. harmful. Yeah. No cannibals. Uh, they, they knew we were trying to help. They helped us because they knew we were. I was lost. Yeah. And helped me get home. Yep. And then as she's like walking out, and she has that the dream. Yeah, that dream. But like. Alejandra walks up behind and she sort of like turns around and then she's got like the worst fake demon teeth in the world. Yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> and bites him and then wakes up from a dream. And I'm just like, okay, I'm on board with the whole movie except for that because fucking why? Yeah, it's not necessary. I guess if you're, if you are trying to set up the sequel, maybe it's like, well, she maybe knows deep down inside that he's still alive. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, you're clutching I'm tossing here, something out there. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. No, it's um, yeah, uh, they they left it open for that, but I think if they looked at it in the grand scheme of things, it was never there wasn't a plot to go with there. No, yeah. And I don't think I don't even think Eli Roth was going to be like, yeah, I'm keen to make it. Yeah, he would have been like, eh, if it works, I'm not coming back for yeah, it. Yeah, because the twist at the end of say Saw, yeah, you can make that a sequel. That, yeah, exactly. That's perfect sequel bait. Yeah. Whereas the, Which was never intended. And, yeah, and because Saw is like a like uh, one of those mystery movies that just keeps going. You yeah. just keep doing that forever, and they did. And they yeah, yeah. still are. Whereas this is kind of just like, okay, she got out of the forest and she's okay. The The guy who got left behind is just a prick. Like, we, yeah. we don't care. As the audience, you're not supposed to care. Yeah, exactly. So we don't care. And you don't. Yeah, exactly. So it really does feel like a... A wrap. Yeah, it definitely is a wrapping standpoint because, uh, as it is, this movie is just more for seeing something fucked up. Yeah, it's just a one and done horror movie. It's the movie knows what it is. Yeah, and the audience should know what they're expecting. Yeah, like you should be going to watch this, being like, "Oh, the Green Inferno, that looks interesting. Yeah. We should we should sit down and, and really watch this." Yeah, even just looking at the cover, you're not expecting yeah, Citizen yeah, Kane. You're gonna look and you see cannibals, and you just go, "Oh, I know where the fuck this is going." Yeah, and you see where it's going. But, I mean, it's probably... It begs the case as well why we don't have a lot of these movies. Well, maybe we do and they just get dumped on Netflix and we don't see them. And they just get buried. Yeah, they probably all run the same script. Yeah. Oh, oh this is... I didn't say it. Jason Blum produced this. Uh, yeah. Early, early Blumhouse. Yeah, of course. Of course. Goddamn, Blumhouse does a lot. You should have just assumed that when we said how low the budget was because that's <laughs> what he does. That's a Blumhouse budget. Small budget, just take the profits. Yeah. He's a smart man, Jason Blum. There's a nice little Day of the Dead reference when Spy Kids gets torn apart. Mm. It's pretty much like almost shot for shot. Yeah. The Day of the Dead one. It's quite nice. I always like seeing an homage to the classics. Homages are always good. Always. Um... Oh, I had something else to say. Uh, I can't fucking remember now. <laughs> I've lost it now. Um, it was something about cannibals and shit. Um, cannibals. Yeah, I think uh, I think just tribal cannibal type movies are just not something that needs to be yeah, well, as made we, anymore. As we learned when we were trying to find a theme. Yeah. It was, like, it was, it no, was Cannibal Holocaust and yep. this. And yeah, Mel Gibson's weird religious Aztec movie or whatever it is. Uh, Apocalypto. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's not even cannibalistic. It's just just a tribe, like yeah. an old century old, <laughs> like centuries old tribe from the fucking BC times. Yeah, great fucking movie. Yeah, but if you see like like um, I never thought I would ever mention this show like ever in the history of yep. anything. 
but Wild Boys, like when they went and filmed mm. with the the Agoris, yeah, what are they called, yeah, the yeah, and the Agori, just a fucking nightmare, like yeah, exactly what you expect a cannibalistic tribe to be, yeah, like it, nothing is scarier than real life. And going on that, <laughs> like I remember when I watched that episode of Wild Boys, and I was thinking, oh, I wonder how much this is being put on, yeah, like is this like a hundred percent? Because obviously you look at Wild Boys, you go, yeah, I know they're traveling around, and I know you know sometimes you got to make some shit up, yeah. To, to get content. And in the commentary and stuff, they joke a lot about that. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I saw a video of someone else, like some other reporter, yeah. who went there a few years ago to the same place and visited yeah. the same tribe with one of the same guys. And I was like, oh no, shit, this is fucking real. Yep. And he was he was sketched out. Yeah. Because they were literally thinking of eating him. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, Yo, you kind of really, we're going to have to leave now. Like, please get up slowly yeah. and just start walking. This is pretty much done yeah, now. Cause like, and I was like, oh, shit. Man. They've never seen another human being in their life. And then you get a bunch of white dudes with cameras. Like, it's yeah. going to freak them out. <laughs> you shouldn't up. do it. No. So, that yeah, therein lies your problem, right? Yeah. You can't go to a real tribe because you endanger them and you endanger your yeah. crew. Then uh, what do you do? Do you take a fucking yeah. bunch of armed guards with you and then you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. This is going to set up hostility on a movie but set. Then, yeah, then if you make a bunch of actors, like, be a cannibalistic tribe, it's like, ah, that's pretty insensitive and gross. Exactly you shouldn't right. do that. Because, like, we don't know. We don't yeah. know what the tribe is like. Because it's all from a real place. Like, these tribes like this, they, they exist. They're not a made-up thing. No, no, no. Of course. Uh, I'm not... Rainforest everywhere on this. So yeah. You, because, yeah, but, but you're right in saying it's an insensitive thing if yeah. you're going to... You know, get a higher bunch of random people because you're going to portray, portray a tribe. Yeah, if you're going to portray them as like these horrible monsters, but yeah. they're just they're not. They're just they they haven't seen Western civilization. It's, honestly, that's so, just their way of life. They're still yeah. living so far in the dark. Yeah, and they're still like families, and they they probably yeah. still have those kind of bonds and stuff. Yeah, because that's primal. That's human. Exactly. So like, if you're, know, yeah. they don't know that what they're doing is fucking like yeah, the exactly. worst thing you can possibly do. So yeah, hiring Channing Tatum or something to, <laughs> to do that is probably like a little off the mark. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. So, die. Yeah, I don't. I, like, there's just not a lot you can do with a cannibal movie. Yep. Without just being horrible yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just doing what someone else has already done. Yeah. And Eli Roth was very open about that. He was just like, I fucking love Cannibal Holocaust. I'm doing my own. Yeah, that's it. And like, I'm just not going to kill any animals. Yeah, basically. Not one animal is harmed in this movie. No, no. No display of animal harming. And apparently that's pretty realistic too. Apparently, like, cannibals don't just string up animals and shit. Like, it's purely food. Yeah. They don't want to waste food. That's just normal farming. Yeah. And, and but then, like, yeah, cannibal holocaust and stuff, they're, like, killing turtles for real and stuff. Yeah, I know. Like, I've never seen cannibal holocaust. It's a dreadful movie. I know, but I'm just... Curiosity, Killers the Beast. Yeah, well, watch it if you Gotta like fucked it. up movies. Like it's a fucked up movie. I can't, I can't deny. It's I know. A yeah, up movie. Like, I research into it. I'm just like, experience. this just doesn't seem right no. at all. I can understand the fucking controversy behind yeah, this one. It's just like, uh, like I've seen controversial movies. Like I Spit on Your Grave is fucking one not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. I hope we never have to review that one. No, but I do own. I them. have no interest in watching that again. I do own them. <laughs> the three of them. If you. Forgot they made three. I remember they remade it. They rebooted the original and then made two sequels. Yeah, right. Fucked up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think we've got in this ep- in this episode now. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't like it very much, but you do. Uh, I enjoy it. It's not a great movie whatsoever. I'm not saying it's a good <laughs> movie. I just enjoy it. 
Uh, just like saying the practical gore. Fair. I'm a violent yeah. boy. I'm about practical gore. Yep. But I'm not about giant CG ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the uh, that's the tipping point. Anyway, so that's the Green Inferno. Yep. That's Eli Roth. Yep. It's not available anywhere except DVD. Uh, you can rent it on Amazon oh, yeah, Prime, yeah. Apple TV, but uh, not for free streaming. Not for free streaming. Um, so that's the show. That's the show for this week. Um, go to Instagram. There's a link tree in our bio. That'll take you everywhere you need to go. No matter how you want to listen or watch or consume this show, you can find it in that link tree. Yep. Um, if you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, it's a numbers game, baby, and yeah, we're playing it's all it. about it. Uh, if you're on Spotify, take a screenshot, chuck it up on Instagram, tag us. Uh, we love seeing that shit. Also, it's just very good to get the word out. Yep. Uh, if you want to buy merch, you like that podcast.store? That's the one. <laughs> He's done it. He's remembered. Yep. Um, yeah, pick yourself something up. It's all made to order. Yep. Um, the next extra. Next extra. Next extra is something I'm very passionate and excited about. Oh my about. god, I am. I cannot off wait. The wall. Um, it's probably going to be the same length as a fucking real episode because it's probably. the Emperor's New Groove. It's one of the yes. best movies of all time. Um, childhood nostalgia, adult nostalgia. My god, I haven't watched it in a while. And it's I'm been a while so for me excited. too. It's just one of the best movies of it all time. Hands down. Um, I'm glad we know that because we don't know what the main show is going to be this week, but there will be a main show on Sunday. And then on YouTube on Tuesday. We'll surprise you. Yeah, we'll see you then. We'll surprise ourselves too. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> until then, my name has been Jack and continues to be Jack. I am one half of you like that extra. And regardless of unpopular opinion, my name is still Adam. Uh, we'll remain to be Adam and uh, I'll always be another half of the You Like That Extra podcast. It's payback for Batman Forever. Exactly right. <laughs> see you, see you guys then.